Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy for today. My name is Heather and I'm going to give you some news and views from a West Texans biblical point of view. One you're not going to find in your mainstream media. Hello, hello, guys. How are you guys doing today? I hope you're blessed. I hope you're spending time with family. I hope you're getting some relaxation on this wonderful weekend. Mucho, mucho, mucho hot here where I am. But then again, it could be hotter. (laughs) So let me go over some stuff today, guys. We have a lot to cover. TCU, in other words, Texas Christian Air Quotes University adds queer art of drag class and so they're losing their religion going on like Baylor University another article states Texas Christian U offers queer art of drag course teaching quote gender binary is white supremacy yeah we'll talk about those two articles want to give you guys some information I do like to give out information. Doug and Stacy off grid with Doug and Stacy. If you guys haven't checked them out on the YouTube channel, okay, go check that out. Uh, another thing, they have a website. It's called Off Grid with Doug and Stacy They have a lot of things to talk about. Lots of free information. Yeah, I was watching them today. One of those things just kind of pops up on YouTube that you're not really, you know, looking at. It kind of comes on after another one you've been watching, you know. And uh, they talked about avocados. So I have been uber sick the last day or so and uh, i was like man what is going on what is going on and i ate a whole lot of avocados last week i love avocados and it's the good kind of fat right i love it anyway i use avocado oil i use all kinds of stuff and lots and stuff right and uh, i was like well i kind of watched this video and they talked about you're being poisoned your avocados are toxic i was like whoa wait a second I watched the video. Well, you know, I've all told you guys about Bill Gates, right? And his uh, uh, buyout of the chemical company called Appeal. So now they are now putting Appeal on avocados. You guessed it right, guys. And also on apples and several other um, lemons that you believe they're doing. And did they tell you guys? Did anybody tell you that they're putting this chemical? No. So what he did on his um, podcast or not podcast, but on his YouTube thing, he pulled, it was like a month ago too. Um, he went to the MSDS sheet, which is a material safety data sheet of appeal. And folks, it's pretty toxic, extremely toxic, deadly to fish, blah, blah, blah. Don't get it into your water supply, but you're just going to eat it. Yeah. So anyway, just to give you a heads up, if you guys are eating avocados and you're not feeling so bueno, you know, you might check that out. So anywho, want to give you guys this information, but they have a lot of stuff. Um, I'll tell you, so it's uh, ready to leave the hustle and bustle behind to live a simpler life. So they have a blog. They've got healthy living, raising livestock. I like livestock, raising, building stuff, scratch, cooking, food, growing. Gotta love it. And we have a lot of a uh, lot of really good information. And another thing that I uh, kind of gleaned off of their last website, what I mean from their last podcast, there is a uh, it's not is it Weston Weston and Price I think Weston and Price Foundation, I think yes Weston A Price Foundation. You guys can go there, and they're going to give you bukus of information of what is going on in the food supply Uh, it's called the weston a price foundation for wise traditions in food farming and the healing arts and uh yes one thing that they said there on um the uh the, the little show that i was watching today and so what they talked about was um God gave us food for healing, which he did. And uh, when you go and you look at the food supply that we have now, they've stripped all the all the nutrients out of it. They cook everything. They can. So I know um, oh, Mama Bear Prepper uh, over there, she Tasha, she likes to can stuff. And I was watching these guys just a brief moment this morning, and they said you don't want to can a lot of stuff because that kills all the enzymes. It kind of kills your food, and you're just using it as a filler. And I was like, what? So anyway you guys know i'm all about food uh and all of that good stuff and you know i'm really about our health and how um, the government of course is trying to kill us all off and um you know just anything i can pass on to you guys i will it is the weston w-e-s-t-o-n w-e-s-t-o-n-a price foundation and even if you put in western or whatever it's going to pull it up trust me so i i did that that's how i found it (laughs) 
but anyway, it says, um, it talks about healthy babies, optimal energy, um, a campaign for real milk. Guys, I'm a huge real milk supporter. We used to milk those milk calves on the farm. I can still milk a cow, by the way. Can I have milk? No, because I'm allergic to it, but um, I'm a huge proponent. Children should drink milk. I tell you what. I had the hood of my car fall on my arm. I had two big old bruises, but I'm 47 years old. And I tell you, my bones held up. Couldn't believe it. If it had hit me in the head, it probably would have been a <laughs> probably been a different story. <laughs> but anyway, they have a lot of good stuff. They're telling you about, um, you know, the, the type of food that you should be eating. And if you're going to the grocery stores, just know that. And, I, and this is another thing I did not know, that they can put that appeal. They can put that on yes folks organic food they can put that chemical appeal on there so anyway be very very careful in the food that you choose and like he says go to your local farmer's market and that's i'm huge i'm huge on farmer's markets i'm huge on um buying local um beef uh whatever you want to get um uh michelle thank you so much um for the coupon for butcher block I'm, i'm excited i am going to order some chicken from there Right now, I've ordered some uh, from Natural Grocers, um, is Mary's Chicken. Uh, Will she be coming in here shortly? I just got a little text message from my Instacart guy, um, who's wonderful, by the way. Um, anyway, so yeah, lots. It, it's so hot here. It is so hot, you guys. I didn't even want to go to the store, um, so that's pretty bad. We are in a heat wave in Texas, and we will talk a little bit about that. Also, massive tornadoes that are hitting our area, such bad weather. Um, we had hail. Um, and one other thing, we're going to talk about a lot of stuff, you guys. I There is so much going on, and I'm going to, I'm telling you, I'm going to try to get on as much as I can um, to give you guys information. Um, like I said on the last program, the messed up church, um, at Steve, uh, Stephen Kozar and his wife, Paulette Kozar. I love them. They have the little doggies on there. Um, and uh, wonderful, wonderful. They got the women of Bethel. That was 13 um, days ago. They posted Chris uh, Volatin, whatever his name is. Yeah, you know him. Anyway, uh, all, all of this stuff. So biblical theology versus emotional manipulation. Um, so they have a lot of stuff like hit the bar, um, you know, it talks about Heidi Baker. So if you want to know the truth, um, you know, they're Lutherans, which is really cool. But boy, I tell you what, they can break down the Bible and tell you what the word says and how you're supposed to be discerners of the word. And they will call out those false teachers, false prophets and all that stuff. And I love that. And I don't know if I mentioned on here or not, but Alan Jackson Ministries, Alan Jackson Ministries. I really do love him. Um, and I have his uh, his app on my phone and I'm actually reading through the Bible I'm on his app, and if you don't feel like reading, or you're tired, or you know, and your eyes are strained, or whatever, you can listen to the Bible, listening through the Bible. So that's another good thing. Um, and another guys, I don't know if you're um, ever, you know, looking for YouTube channels or looking for things to look for. Um, but Justin Peters Ministry is one of my favorite. I love him. Um, I first saw him years and years and years ago. Um, I think I found him through Jan Markell back in like 2008 or nine, something like that. Um, but he has, uh, it's, it's called Clouds Without Water, and that was uh, one of his documentaries that he did. He went to churches and talked about that, and um, it was a big one because um, all these preachers that are like, God told me, God told me to send me to sow and seed in the middle of this garbage, well, he breaks all of that down and tells you all about that, so he's a definitely good one. Um, to look into and listen to I really like him and if you guys are in the new age or you're coming out of the new age or say you're on here you're listening to me and you're, you still have new age beliefs and um, that could range from all kinds of things Hinduism whatever um, go go to uh, Doreen Virtue on YouTube I actually picked up one of her books when I was at um, Mardell uh, the other day and it was on the the discounted rack there but anyway Doreen Virtue and she came out of New Age, and she will give you so much information. And so, uh, really like her. And of course, y'all guys know that I do love Melissa Doetry. She's fantastic. So, uh, if you guys are looking for somebody like that, that's great. Um, she came from New Age too. She's an apologetics, and I love her. I'm thankful for her. Um, she does uh, uh, teach women, and so does uh, Doreen Virtue, because that's you know. If you're going to teach like that, then that's, you know, that's the biblical way to do things. And so um, another good thing, you guys, I'm just going to run through my list here. Um, Dr. Eric Berg, if you guys have not subscribed to his channel on YouTube, you might want to do that. I have 
uh, crazy hell things. And I don't know if it's like spiritual. I always think it's spiritual warfare because I can be fine. I will do this this episode right now and then I'm probably not going to feel very good tonight. But anyway, that's okay because the word has to get out, you know, and that is good. Um, you know, that that's that's fine. But it's a Dr. Eric Berg. He's really good. And um, he will give you some things about how to help your health, how to help cancer, do all this other stuff. The other one is Dr. Sten, S-T-E-N, Eckberg, E-K-B-E-R-G. So you got those two guys right there. And uh, they are phenomenal men, and I really do like them. And uh, so I've learned a lot from their channels. And of course, you know, Pastor Billy Crone, Pastor Billy Crone Live, quite a few. Um, yeah, lots of good stuff. Of course, you know, Spencer Smith the messed up church uh mom bear prepper and here's one i don't know if i mentioned or not i may not have but it's brylan riggs brylan riggs and i have learned a lot from him now on you know theologically i'm sure we're, we're pretty much on the same page but he did a episode um the other day and i was actually watching this it says this is absolute pure evil uh the girl scouts i haven't watched this actually the girl scouts have gone all out demonic and of course this reaction from a christian perspective he posted that five days ago but the one that i watched was this is extremely disturbing and his chick-fil-a went pure evil and they did so they used to um give donations to the christian athletes foundation and to salvation army and all of that stuff and they stopped doing that and um so they've been woke for a little while but they're really really woke them which is bad and i'll actually post that um in the link it's um it's a good one for you guys to watch and get familiar with i actually started writing my blog oh by the way you guys bible prophecy for today.com is back up and running i caved i did i caved to go daddy but there was so much information on there and I'm not the brightest bulb in the pack. And so <laughs> I spent a lot of time building that website. And so I thought, you know what, I'm just going to keep it until I can transfer it to something else. You know, let's go ahead and jump in to some more articles. So big, huge, big, huge news is a former congressman calls out government, quote, disinformation schemes to be purged by Bob Unner. And you can find at the WND dot com posted on the 24th of june of this year so a former member of congress and ambassador to the netherlands is calling for the federal government to be purged on disinformation bureaus peter ho extra uh who served in the u.s house for 18 years representing the second district in michigan wrote about the situation at the gatestone institute where he is a distinguished senior fellow he says in fact the Biden administration has multiple times planned and and or assembled i'm sorry planned or assembled government teams that would be assigned to monitor and censor information that is circulated inside the united states apparently with the goal of eliminating opinions with which biden disagrees is anybody surprised i'm not surprised i know you guys aren't either so some of those have been quote canceled when brought to light others appear to be still operating still others previously existed he goes on to say, Hoextra cited Abel Haynes, who is uh, who as uh, director of national intelligence, quote, announced the creation of a new office within the office of the director of national intelligence, the Foreign Malign Influence Center. Yes, folks, that's a real thing. Can you believe that? It's a real thing. So uh, that would focus on, quote, election threat work, essentially looking at foreign influence and interference in elections, but it also deals with disinformation more generally, unquote. And I quote, although his work nominally deals with disinformation targeting U.S. elections and public opinion within the United States, there are at least two questions that need to be asked. First, is this office essential or duplicative of other ongoing efforts? Second, is this even appropriate work in which the federal government should be engaged? How extra explain? Mm, I agree. Goes on to say. In the last few years, as disinformation and countering disinformation have become the staples of political and public policy discourse, a cottage industry has grown up within the federal government around these topics. Support in Congress means the money grab is on. The federal agencies vying to secure funds for the hot new topic to grow their bureaucracy, influence, and power. He noted the State Department already is involved in the disinformation industry through the Global Engagement Center. Then the FBI has its own foreign influence task force the department of homeland security may be the most active of all government agencies that jumped on this bandwagon 
the DHS has or had a countering foreign influence task force or foreign influence and interference branch countering foreign influence subcommittee and they heavily criticized ridiculed and now disbanded disinformation governance board he said you remember the DGB the Pentagon has its influence and perception management office the question that needs to be answered include how much money is wasted do they coordinate or do they duplicate and is the threat of a new Aurelian Ministry of Truth as big as it is toxic? The American government's ability to generate disinformation, he suggested, is unmatched, but that's not necessarily good. But that's not necessarily good. Some U.S. intelligence leaders have used their status to aggressively plant disinformation to undermine presidents and influence elections. Some of these individuals are still in the government payroll, while others leverage their titles and previous experience to deliberately deceive the people they are supposed to be serving, but instead repeatedly betray their own citizens. He cited both former DNI Chief James Clapper and fired FBI Chief James Comey. Folks, you can read a little bit more about that if you want to, but we can only, I mean, we can tell. We're being lied to, being lied to by both sides. Um, they're all saying they're the ones, but do we really need to spend this much money on all of these stupid moronic offices and all the ours just, you know, titles? No, I don't think so, but that's where our tax money is going if you live in the United States. Is there anything we can do about it? I don't know, but... I guess write our congressman if that does any good. Ah, you never know these days. So, what else? So, I want to talk about this. So, the Christian, Texas Christian U offers queer art of drag course teaching gender binary is white supremacy. You can find this at thechristianpost.com by Samantha Kamen. Samantha Kamen, K-A-M-M-A-N. So, there we go. Uh, which is very sad. I hate this. I, I absolutely hate this, but this is happening. Texas uh, Christian University is offering a course on creating a drag persona in which the culmination of the class is a performance in the university's annual drag show. Texas Christian University will offer, quote, the queer art of drag, and quote, course during the 2023-24 school year through its Women and Gender Studies Department. You heard that right. Mm-mm. Anyway, the syllabus listing, the weekly assignment and student expectations states that students will create their personas through a drag vision board, engage in self-reflection, and assemble a collage of images to gain inspiration. Students must also read commentary such as, quote, the gender binary is a tool of white supremacy, <clears throat> yes, by Kravitz Marshall. Nino Testa, the course instructor, has a drag persona of his own named Maria Von Clapp. Mm, I could make a lot of jokes about that, but I will not. Anyway, you probably is going through y'all's mind too. Anyway, according to the school's website, the professor's focus areas include queer theory and activism, as well as LGBTQ history and culture. <clears throat> yes, folks. And you should see this. And there is... It is on the page there, and that's the ugliest thing I've ever seen, ever. Wow. Anyway, so you can go to thechristianpost.com and look that up for yourself if you want to see that. Uh, TCU's Mayor Von Clapp reads AIDS poetry on December the 1st of 2021. That's taken from their YouTube there in Women and Gender Studies. And that's quite scary, folks. That thing is, that's. Wow. Anyway, so those who take the course will also write a drag bibliography, finding eight to ten articles about the people, performers, aesthetics, movements, politics, ideas, or communities. Students enrolled in the class will also create a lip sync performance to share with the class and participate in a live group number on the night of the Spectrum Drag Show. The syllabus also describes a drag worksheet that students must fill out throughout the semester that contains elements of your drag persona. As part of the drag worksheet, students are asked to name your drag persona, describe your drag persona, design a drag greeting, and strike a pose. Each student must produce a one to two minute solo drag performance to be recorded, edited, and shared with an open audience at TCU's annual night of drag on April 21st. Of course, the Texas uh, Christian University did not respond to the Christian Post's request for comment. Quote, the Department of Women and Gender Studies, in collaboration with community partners at the Gender Resource Office, the End Spectrum, 
Westside Unitarian Church local drag performers and LGBTQ organizations in Fort Worth has produced a series of opportunities to develop campus vocabulary and understanding of drag history and practice. TCU's website states about the course. Mm, the university's website includes links highlighting other ways the school promotes drag, including footage of its April 2022 annual night of drag and a 2019 Critical Drag Symposium, which focused on drag as a critical performance practice. And of course, here's the lovely part. TC, though TCU boasts about its affiliation with the Disciples of Christ denomination on its website, the university has more than 60 religious traditions represented on campus. The Religious and Spiritual Life community also advises more than 22 student religious organizations. Of course, it says, as a CP previously reported in August of 2016, TCU offered students three credit hours if they interned, folks. Mm-hmm. I'm going to read this and you're going to be shocked. I'm shocked. As the Christian Post previously reported in August of 2016, TCU offered students three credit hours if they interned with Planned Parenthood of Greater Texas. In a now-deleted post by Students for Life of America, the pro-life youth activist organization revealed that the History Department had sent an email to students promoting the internship. During the internship, a student or student's work would would work to develop a project highlighting Planned Parenthood's history in Fort Worth, since it was established in 1935, their office, about 15 minutes from campus, has a substantial archival collection of photographs, scrapbooks, and other materials. The TCU email obtained by SFLA read, and a quote, There are also opportunities for oral history, interviewing local families who have long been involved in support of Planned Parenthood. Folks, I could go on, but it makes me sick. Makes me sick, makes me sick, and that is... Texas, not Christian University, the Horn Frogs. I hope they lose. <laughs> I hope they lose every sporting event they uh, enter. And uh, yeah, the truth comes out. And there's another article I want to read. This is at Breitbart.com. Breitbart.com. Losing its religion. Texas University adds queer art of drag class. Articles by Elaine Mallon. Elaine Mallon posted on the 20th of June of this year. Uh, in 2023-24 school year, the private Christian university will offer a three-credit class titled The Queer of Art of Drag. Folks, you can read all about that. Um, it just makes me sick. I'm not going to go into it anymore. And um, bye-bye, TCU. Um, I hate that you're affiliated with Texas. But hey, you know, it is Dallas. <laughs> Do you like her? wicked stepsister or something anyway so um folks i just mm, 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 come over here pull up some of these articles i got pulled up here so the uh end of the american dream which michael snyder uh, the temperature rise in the atlantic ocean is quote unprecedented and millions of fish are at risk now before you go on saying hey there's going climate change oh my gosh it's going no absolutely not and neither is michael so he says, why is the Atlantic Ocean becoming dangerously warm? This is a question that a lot of marine scientists are thinking about right now. Temperatures in some areas of the Atlantic have risen to levels that we have literally never seen before. And everyone agrees that this could not have happened by chance. So what is going on to happen to marine life in the Atlantic if the temperatures going keep going up? And what will hurricane season look like with such elevated water temperatures? According to CNN, there are certain areas of the Atlantic Ocean where water temperatures have actually been 9 degrees warmer than normal. Temperature in parts of North Atlantic Ocean are soaring off the charts with an exceptional marine heat wave uh, happening off the coast of the United Kingdom and Ireland, sparking concerns about impact on marine life. Parts of the North Sea are experiencing a Category 4 marine heat wave defined as extreme according to the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. In some areas, water temperatures are at 5 degrees Celsius, 9 degrees Fahrenheit, hotter than usual. Global oceans have been exceptionally warm for months. Um, April and May saw the highest ocean surface temperatures for those two months since records began in 1850. And he says, you may now be alarmed about this, but you should be. Because what happens to our oceans matters to every man, woman, and child on the entire planet. He said on June 18th, the average 
sea surface temperature in the North Atlantic hit a staggering 23.1 degrees uh, Celsius. He said the situation is unprecedented. Since March 5th of 2023, the average sea surface temperature in the North Atlantic has been breaking records, reaching a high of 23.1 degrees Celsius as of June 18th. And never before in the over 42 years of record keeping have North Atlantic sea surface temperatures reached this high. Michael says, we truly have never seen anything like this before, and there is no way that this happened by chance. He says, according to one expert, the odds of this happening naturally are extremely low. According to Brian McNoldy, a senior research associate at the University of Miami Rosenseal School, the chances of global sea surface temperatures reaching as high as they are now simply by chance is only one in 256,000. So he says, this is beyond extraordinary, McNally told uh, or said on Twitter. So needless to say, many in the mainstream media want to blame climate change for what is happening. But climate change, uh, quote, has supposedly been happening for decades and we have never seen an ocean temperature spike anywhere even close to this. Some experts claim the lack of dust from Africa is causing more sunlight to hit the Atlantic than usual. But that theory just seems really flimsy. Ultimately, he says, I believe that what is happening to the Atlantic Ocean is similar to what is happening to the Pacific Ocean. Underwater volcanoes are erupting and great fissures are opening up on the ocean floor. In fact, he says, one team of researchers recently discovered a sprawling field of massive hydrothermal vents in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. As seismic activity continues to escalate, marine life in the Atlantic will be slowly cooked from below. Although, or he says, already dead fish are washing up on our shores in very alarming numbers. Thousands of dead fish washed up on the Gulf of Texas um, over the weekend in massive globs of seaweed carrying plastic pollution infested with flesh-eating bacteria are raising public health concerns at Florida's famous beaches. Like a cat leaving a mangled rat on the doorstep, the ocean seemed to be trying to get our attention. So we should not underestimate the magnitude of this problem, he says. According to one expert, the Atlantic Ocean is definitely on fire. Uh, it says the Atlantic Ocean is definitely on fire. Michael Fisher, an assistant scientist with the University of Miami, NOAA Cooperative Institute for Marine and Atmospheric Studies, told Miami Herald. And uh, Michael says, I would like, he says, I would take statements like that very seriously. Unfortunately, most Americans aren't interested in such warnings. He says, perhaps it is just a coincidence, but the missing submersible uh, that is making headlines all over the globe right now went down in the North Atlantic, he says. And uh, as the search for the missing Titan submersible becomes increasingly desperate, some of the world's most advanced underwater search equipment has been deployed to scour the depths of the Atlantic. And of course, two submersibles capable of descending 20,000 feet uh, beneath the ocean surface are currently leading the underwater search and more on the way. Coast Guard chiefs have said the vehicles are being aided by a fleet of specialized ships, which also include tools that can help lift Titan uh, from the seabed if it is found. Of course, we all know now that it was imploded and um, was being um, <clears throat> operated with a uh, game controller, probably Bluetooth. Just when you have that much money and um, you want to, you know, go two and a half miles down to see the Titanic and, you know, uh, hey, that's that's a risk you took. And, um, you know, now we're, you know, I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> There's a lot of memes coming out and I <laughs> they are quite funny. You know, they really are. People are like, how can you make fun of those people? Their lives are lost. I'm like, well, you know, you pay $250,000 to go look at the Titanic on a camera, which you could see from the top of the... But anyway, I feel sorry for the 18-year-old kid who really did not want to go, or the 19-year-old son who did not want to go. But, mm, I think on the first three pages, it says death, 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 death. So they knew what they were getting into. And people are like, they are true heroes. And I'm like, I have another word. I don't think hero quite fits that. But <clears throat> anyway... I'll get off that. People are like, I'll get a lot of emails for that, I'm sure. But hey, yeah, that's what you get. I'm just saying. So it could it be possible that whatever is causing water temperatures to spike dramatically also played a role in causing the submersible to fail? I don't think so. I'm just going to throw that out there, Michael. I really don't think so. I think carbon fiber, um, they just didn't build it. You know what I'm saying? Build it, they came, and it didn't come back up. So anyway, so... Um, so the warnings of our ocean is going to get even worse. It says millions upon millions of fish will die. And that has very serious implications for the global food supply. 
He says, let's keep a very close eye on this. He goes, if I'm right, ocean temperatures will continue to become a bigger issue in the months and years ahead. And he says, our world is already being shaken in so many ways. But the truth is that the birth pains that we are experiencing are only going to intensify as time rolls on. Got that right, Michael. Amen. Amen. So one other thing, you can check out his book, In Times. Uh, it's Michael Snyder, In Times at um, Amazon.com. I think a couple... Um, I think a couple podcast episodes back, I actually put that there in the um, uh, notes that you guys could uh, pull it up and, and purchase that for yourselves. He's got it on sale right now for $9.99, Kindle $9.99, guys. Go check that out if you would like to. Um, but uh, you kind of see where we're going, and um, the world this day is, I mean, it's setting us up. Because remember what it says in, in, in the book of, of, of Revelation, it talks about um, the tribulation, what happens to the waters, what happens to the, oh, you know, it's just getting set up, hello. Um, you know, anyway, if you guys haven't watched uh, Jim Markell's latest program, you can go to Rumble, YouTube, you can go to olivetreeviews.org and click on that from there too. Um, it's, uh, it's a really, really good one, and it is in Times um, News Headline. And uh, headlines, and it's talking about um, the digital ID passport. Whew, you know, check that out. Check it out. So, eight signs the control agenda of the globalists is rapidly moving ahead. Meanwhile, the globalists are achieving their goals at lightning speed, and there's hardly any resistance at all. The following are eight signs that the futuristic control freak agenda of the globalists is rapidly moving forward. We'll talk about that coming up shortly. But first, going digital or you cannot buy or sell. That was uh, Friday 23rd's, um, uh, what you call it. That was their, uh, 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 Jen Markell's latest update. I lost, we had a loss for words there. What? Uh, she was with Alex Newman. Uh, and that was that going digital or you cannot buy or sell. Definitely worth watching. The other one is the headlines. Uh, it's a prophecy update uh, in Times News headlines. I'll put that link below. You guys can watch that super fast. I get a lot of my headlines actually from there. So it's kind of cool. Um, but that's kind of neat. If you guys want to watch that, it's in quicker hopper speed. It's really neat. But anyway, so Jack Hibb, signs of the end times, coming of the Antichrist. Yes, I love Pastor Jack Hibbs at Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills uh, there in Southern California. If you'd like to look him up and watch him, he's got a YouTube channel too. Uh, wonderful, wonderful. So, let's click back over here to, check that really quick. Let's click back over um, to the eight signs from Prophecy Newswatch. Oh boy, prophecynewswatch.com, fellas. Okay, uh, this is by Michael Snyder in the Economic Collapse, back, uh, collapse blog. He does quite a few of these. So, June 23rd. So, the future is here, and if you enjoy being dominated by control freaks, you're going to love it. Digital identification is one of the primary areas the globalists are focusing on right now. And as you will see below, the radical changes that are now being proposed are extremely scary but most americans have no idea that any of this is happening instead many of them are obsessing over the relatively meaningless dramas that our corporate news outlets are constantly pushing meanwhile the globalists are achieving their goals at lightning speed and there is hardly any resistance at all the following are eight signs that the futuristic control freak agenda of the globalists is rapidly moving forward we're going to talk about those so you know pay attention to the submersible you know, pay attention to those guys that imploded um, on the on the bottom of the floor, the the ocean there. Pay attention to that. Look at the balloon. Look at look at the Chinese balloon. Yeah, just look at all these you know crazy stupid stories. Aliens landed in my backyard. But don't pay attention to what's really going on. Mm. So number one, starting in uh, September, the EU will quote mandate that all member states offer a digital identity wallet. To all their citizens and businesses, the European Union will mandate digital identity under the EIDAS 2.0, which will go into effect in September of 2023 and ensure all member states offer a digital identity wallet, a DIW, to citizens and businesses. According to the European Commission, at least 80% of citizens should be able to use a digital ID solution to access key public services by 2030. Hmm. 2030. Number two, a system of digital fingerprints for Americans has suddenly become Barack Obama's biggest issue. Former President Barack Obama suggested in a new interview the development of digital fingerprints to combat misinformation and distinguish between true and misleading news for consumers. Obama sat down with his former White House senior advisor, David Axelrod, for a conversation on the latter's podcast, The Axe Files, on CNN Audio. During the interview, Axelrod noted he's seen misinformation 
Russian disinformation and deep fakes targeting Obama. Mm. <laughs> Number three, a UN policy brief that you can find right here is proposing a global system of digital identification that is linked to our bank accounts. Digital IDs linked with bank or mobile money accounts can improve the delivery of social protection coverage and serve to better reach eligible beneficiaries. Mm -hmm. Digital technologies may help to reduce leakage errors and costs in the design of social protection programs. Number four, the World Health Organization has adopted the European Union system of digital COVID-19 certification and plans to transform it into a global system. Hmm. In June 2023, the WHO will take up the European Union's system of digital COVID-19 certification to establish a global system that will help facilitate global mobility and protect citizens across the world from ongoing and future health threats including pandemics. Mm. This is the first building block of the WHO Global Digital Health Certification Network, or the GDHCN, that will develop a wide range of digital products to deliver better health for all. Sure. Mm-hmm. Better health. Mm. Just take this remdesivir and put this little mask on, lay in your stomach, and, uh, yeah, we'll just hook you up to this vent and everything's going to be hunky-dory. Sure, you're going to go home and see your family, of course. Mm. No jab, you can watch your mom and dad die through the glass. That's what happens. Folks, what happened to this country? Travesty. Should have never happened. There's a heck of a lot more of us than there is of them. I think it's high time uh, we stand up. I'm just going to tell you. We have got to stand up because if we don't, they're going to steamroll over us like they're already doing, like this right here is telling us. So building on the EU's highly successful digital certification network, the WHO aims to offer all WHO member states access to an open source digital health tool, which is based on the principles of equity, innovation, transparency, and data protection and privacy, said Dr. Ted Rose Ad. Hanum Gibrisis, oh, I can't stand this dude, Gibrisis, WHO Director General. New digital health products in development aim to help people everywhere receive quality health services quickly and more effectively. You ever notice when they say equity, it's not equality, big difference, it's equity. There's a huge difference there, folks. Number five, federal agencies in the United States have been purchasing massive amounts of information by U.S. citizens from data brokers. And we are being warned that such information could potentially be used for blackmail, stalking, harassment, and public shaming. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Telling you guys. So, federal agencies are secretly accumulating mountains of data that could be used for blackmail, stalking, harassment, and public shaming of American citizens. That allegation doesn't come from a pink-haired civil liberties fanatic. It's in a new report for the nation's spy, or nation's chief spymaster, Avril Haines. Number six, it has been revealed that the Pentagon has been using very creepy online tools in order to covertly track, locate, and identify anyone expressing dissent or even dissatisfaction with the actions of the U.S. military and its leadership. Welcome to China. What? U.S.S.A.R. What? In a shocking report published by The Intercept on June 17th, details have emerged of a U.S. national security surveillance strategy to covertly track, locate, and identify anyone expressing dissent or even dissatisfaction with the actions of the U.S. military and its leadership. Mm. The measures undertaken by the Army Protective Services Battalion. We have all these little names. Have you noticed these acronym names that we have? <laughs> really? The Army Protective Services Battalion fall under their remit of safeguarding top generals from assassination, kidnapping, injury, or embarrassment. Really? Now there's embarrassment? <laughs> were they when they were, I mean, what were they? Remember Trump? You remember George W. Bush? How much they made fun of him? That was kind of embarrassing, right? <laughs> yeah, that was hurting your feelings, which we'll talk a little bit about that, too. Number seven, as I discussed earlier, he says, as Michael discussed earlier, uh, the UN has developed a global fact-checking system known as iVerify in conjunction with big tech companies and Soros-funded organizations. The goal is to be able to police disinformation and hate speech all over the planet. 
The United Nations has unveiled an automated fact-checking service to counter so-called disinformation and hate speech on the Internet. Any project partnered with big tech and sort of funded organizations. Is that dude still alive? George Soros? Boy, you better repent. God has given you bokus of time to repent. Mm. Yep. Anyway, in response to what they brand as, quote, online information pollution, unquote, which they claim is a, quote, global challenge, unquote, the United Nations Development Program, UNDP, has launched its iVerify platform to counter alleged disinformation and hate speech. <laughs> It's like we're living in a B-rated science fiction movie. Ah, uh, yeah, 1984. Anyway, so number eight, the IMF is publicly admitting that it is constructing a global CBDC platform for all of the national central bank digital currencies that will soon be rolled out. I think it was July of this year they were talking mm, here. Anyway, folks, Georgie, Georgieva declared that central bank digital currencies need to be interoperable between countries, noting, quote, if we are to be successful, CBDCs could not be fragmented national propositions, unquote. Mm. To have transactions more efficient and fairer, we need systems that connect countries, Georgieva continued adding. In other words, we need interoperability. Mm. The globalists are building a worldwide digital control grid which would potentially give them unprecedented power over the lives of every man, woman, and child on the entire planet. Uh, the mark of the beast, the beast system, Revelation chapter 13. Ding, 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 ding. You are a winner, my friend. That's right. Ding, 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 ding. If you were thinking what I was thinking. <laughs> anyway, uh, the article continues. Under such a system, if you insist on being a rebel, uh, your access to the digital system could be revoked completely. What would you do then? How would you survive if you could not buy, sell, get a job, or open a bank account? The extremely advanced technologies that we possess today has allowed us to do a lot of really good things, but it also has the potential to be used to impose tyranny on a global scale. I'm just going to throw this up here. Um, Mama Bear Prepper, uh, the Alaskan Prepper, um, off the grid with Doug and Stacy dot com. <laughs> you may want to start looking into that kind of stuff, guys. Get you some guns. If you're afraid of guns, learn how to use them. If not, get you some pepper spray. Uh, you know, learn some booby traps. I don't know, but you're going to have to protect yourself. And uh, there's a lot of ways to do it. And uh, you don't have to have a gun. That's just your easiest way because I'll tell you something breaks into your house and you rack that shotgun. If they're smart, they're going to get their tails out of your house because they know what's coming. And if they're not, let nature take its course. You know, I'm just saying. Um, I know that's terrible. But it's true that they're breaking into your house. Hey, you got a right to protect yourself. So anyway, he says, um, he goes on to say, we must resist these changes that the globalists are trying to impose on us. Unfortunately, most Americans are not even talking about these changes. And that is because the mainstream media is telling them to focus on other things. Look at that Simmers, oh my gosh, they're like going to, oh, we haven't heard contact with them in two and a half hours. Gee, you know, they only have 40 hours left of oxygen, blah, 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 blah. Uh, look at the Chinese balloon. Yeah, anyway, shoot it down. <laughs> I'm surprised some dude in Kentucky drinking on some moonshine in the back of his yard didn't shoot that thing down. <laughs> Yo, Bubba, Bubba. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, somebody in Texas, we might have shot that thing down. I know the people in Montana want to do, but hey, I didn't see her, folks. I didn't see her, you know. Biden falling down, can't stand up, falls down behind the podium, doesn't know who he is, where he is, where am I? Anyway, I just never thought I would see. It's like a freaky, it's like we're the laughing stock of the world. We are... We are, the United States is the laughing stock of the entire world. Look at our military. We are nothing what we used to be. Nothing. We're all about diversity and inclusion. You know, they give you a stress card to the military now. Really, Mr. Drill Sergeant? I'm going to pull my pink card. <laughs> you heard about feelings. Oh, my God. Tilda to Ikeda. Really? What? Just, I'm sorry. This is super sad. Eber deeper sad. Which is kind of cool. Which brings us to the coup in Russia. <laughs> Who is behind the attempted coup in Russia? And you know him, you love him. Who are we talking about? It is LeoHolman.com, H-O-H-N-A-N-N.com. 
He said he posted an article yesterday says less than two hours before news broke of the coup attempted taking place in Russia. In that article, he says, I have posited that the U.S. and its European allies would do almost anything, risk any outcome for the prize of taking down Russia. Folks, oh, cheeseburgers, it's getting bad. You guys getting really bad. He goes in a previous article posted on the 20th of March. He says, I explained why the Western powers feel they cannot fully move forward with their great reset of the world economy as long as there is a strongly sovereign Russia in place. Now this, the coup, it smells of a CIA operation, but we will... He says we will have to wait and see if that is indeed the case. In the meantime, I'm not the only one whose senses have picked up the stench of Western intelligence operation. Listen to Russia expert Rebecca Koffler's comments below in the two-minute clip. We're going to play that. Y'all ready? It's from Fox News, you guys. Here we go. Of an armed insurrection in Russia, which uh, possesses 6,000 nuclear weapons. A lot of them are pointing to the U.S. homeland and any kind of instability is not good for anyone. Can Prigozhin realistically pose a threat to Putin? Um, well, this is a very, very complicated question. Here's why. These two are going back, their relationship, 20 years. And part of me um, is really suspicious about the, how realistic this insurrection is, right? Or is that possibly a pretext for additional mobilization of forces for initiating a martial law in uh, Russia and for additional strike on Ukraine? Yeah. Rebecca, what do you know about Pergosia? I mean, we know he's a mercenary, so he's you know willing to take money from anybody. Is there, is there any possibility at all that the United States has anything to do with this? That's a very interesting uh, <laughs> question, Rachel. Uh, you're turning into an intelligence officer, actually, <laughs> in terms of the mindset. You know, it's exactly uh, my second thought after the thought uh, that I just expressed that this potentially was a staged operation. And in reality, there's no fallout uh, between Prigozhin and Putin. Uh, my second thought was that it's uh, possibly we, the United States, and possibly NATO have made a deal with Prigozhin. Prigozhin, remember, he is a businessman, right? Not only he served food and drink to Putin because he owned a large network of uh, catering business serving the Kremlin, he also operates one of the most effective, one of the most uh, vicious private uh, military groups, the Wagner Group. They have contracts everywhere in the world. His fighters could have realistically come into contact with some of U.S. or NATO forces and made a deal. So the article continues and Leo says this coup is being led by the Wagner private mercenary group headed by uh, Yevgeny Fergozin. Uh, questions about the motives behind Prigozhin's bold action looms large. Mercenaries work for money. Uh, the leader of this uh, particular mercenary group is a businessman, not a military man. Could he have been convinced to switch sides for the right amount of money? Only time will tell as the events begin to play out. But if this uprising lasts more than a few days, a week at most, then I would say the chances increase that Russia could be going down and will no longer exist as a unified and strong sovereign nation. And if Putin believes he's going down, and if he believes the U.S.-NATO is responsible for instigating this coup, uh, that makes him more dangerous than he was before the coup. This could all backfire on the West. Even if the West is not involved, if Putin believes they are, we have to worry about what his response will be. It's interesting to me, he says, how the Western press tries to make Putin out to be a madman not in full control of his faculties. And yet they also try to assure us that the risk of Putin nuking us is very low. How can you have it both ways? I agree, Leo. Anyway, he goes on to say he's either a madman fully capable of pushing the button or he's not. If he is not, then why aren't we sitting down to negotiate with him and end this war? He says, my best guess at this uh, point is that Putin will put down the rebellion rather quickly and restore order. In fact, there are already some reports of Wagner beginning to withdraw his troops from Rostov. Uh, then we get to sit back and wait for the next Western chess move aimed at regime change. 
a false flag attack, maybe. He says in his twenty uh, March 20 article, he says, I explained why the Western powers have no interest in peace with Russia and are intent on causing Russia's destruction. He says, I have pulled the pertinent section of that article below, and it says this all leads, this all leads to the trillion-dollar question. Why is the U.S. and NATO so intent on driving Putin to his demise? Remember our first rule of warfare, that all wars are fought over resources. And he goes, and I think you have your answer. Western globalists envision a technocratic one-world system where everyone is tracked, monitored, and given a score based on their carbon footprint. And he says their use of resources. In order to do that, they must remove from the global market all sources of reliable cheap energy, which boils down to coal, oil, and gas. Since taking over Russia from the feckless Boris Yeltsin, Mr. Putin has embarked on a rebuilding effort aimed at restoring Russian dominance over its immediate neighborhood, but the U.S. grudge with Putin is even bigger than that. The U.S. and European powers have committed to a global plan that requires all nations to transition from oil, coal, gas as the foundation of their economies to a so-called zero, net zero economy where no nation is allowed to thrive on cheap fossil fuels other than of course china to which they've outsourced other industrial base in order to be successful uh the misery must be spread around the globe why do you think u.s relations have also soured with saudi arabia it's because the saudis like putin still want to sell their only real resource which is oil at a price of their choosing so putin wants to continue selling cheap oil and gas to europe in China, that's a direct threat to Western hegemony in the uh, petrodollar uh, hegemony to in the in the petrodollar. Sorry, uh, because how does the U.S. and its allies compete with cheap oil and gas when they're relying on more expensive and less reliable wind and solar? If that's allowed, the petrodollar goes kaput. In short, the globalist uh, Great Reset and the Agenda 2030 Sustainable Development Goals can't be fully implemented as long as Putin is out there selling Russia's vast natural resources to whomever Putin wishes at whatever prices Putin wants to charge. So the main reason Russia must be destroyed is economic, but there are also religious reasons. So it has become obvious to all that the governing elite in the U.S., Canada, and Western Europe have gone all in with pushing a cultural transformation that elevates the lgbtq plus abcdefg alphabet soup gay marriage transhumanism abortion up to birth agenda above traditional values those not on board with this transformation have been labeled as haters and potentially enemies of the state russia which is still tethered to the more traditional values espoused by orthodox christianity is not willing to go there with the west so we are witnessing a showdown between east and west between those in the west desiring a fundamental transformation a quote new normal a reshaping of humanity in the in the economic religious and social values that have characterized human existence for thousands of years and those in the east who remain happy with the old normal he goes on to say, pray for peace and a return to calm. Pray for the truth to come out. But in the end, thy will be done. Amen, Leo. That is the truth. That is the truth. Thy will, God's will, will be done. And we see this happening. Folks, Column says, Pride Police insists free speech is unsafe. June is designated as, quote, Pride Month, which is allegedly about inclusion and diversity. But the Pride Police don't actually believe in that. There is no diversity of opinions in the LGBTQ issues. It's my way or the bigot highway. They say Pride Month is about visibility, but there shall be no visibility for any resistance. Their mentality, agree or vanish. You can check all these headlines out at RaptureReady.com. Midwest teachers trade tips on subversively and quietly transitioning kids without telling parents. Hmm. Dozens of Midwestern teachers been online this week and traded tips on helping trans students change gender at school without their parents' knowledge while criticizing a raft of new Republican laws on sex and identity. Guys, I really could make this stuff up and, uh, you know, I just can't. Alert United Arab Emirates buying Russian gold. Russia has sold 35 tons of physical gold to the UAE. E, uh, stripping power away from world reserve currency, the United States dollar, into the hands of anti-American dictators. Folks, you better wake up. Better wake up. Uh, this is not your mom and daddy's um, America. This ain't even my America. And I'm in my 40s, my late 40s. 
and uh, lots of crazy stuff happening and uh, it's just all pointing to the end times and um, if you have folks in your family or friends or coworkers that think you're nuts um, for you know listening to these things and these headlines and um, you know now they're heading to the mainstream so you can't just say that we are nuts but we over here on the quote-unquote fringe <laughs> have been telling you guys what's been going on all these things that are going to be happening and now they're kind of entering into the mainstream media because they can't really hide it anymore uh, but i'm going to click on this article here um, this is newsbusters.org newsbusters.org it's by tim graham posted on the 20th of june and it's about the pride police and says free speech is quote unsafe so goes on to say in grand rapids michigan scandal erupted when a news manager at the wood tv wrote a memo to staff uh, to remember that there were two differing views on pride events in the community Quickly, the station's owner, Nextar, the largest owner of TV stations in America, apologized for and insisted this both sides memo was, quote, not consistent with Nextar's values, the way we cover the news or the respect we have for our viewers, and quote, but only one side of viewers. Anyway, there shall be only one side of these issues that shows, quote, respect for some members of the community. The rest should be ignored. Media corporations are at the head of the pack of, quote, woke corporations. The idea they are neutral moderators of any community's affair is ridiculous. Wall, yes, folks, one of the primary enforcers of the LGBTQ speech code is GLAD, the Gay and Lesbian Alliance Against Defamation, but the D really stands for Debate or Democracy. In a badly disguised press release from the Associated Press, GLAD released what they call a, quote, safety index on the social media giants. The headline was, uh, Twitter is the worst major social media platform when it comes to the alphabet soup safety, says GLAD. There is not a single opposing view in this story, just the way GLAD likes it. AP reporter publicist Barbara Orchardary tweeted out the main point for from Sarah Kate Ellis, the GLAD CEO. Twitter is largely a cesspool now. You can't post without getting attacked. There's no room for conversation. It is just about hand-to-hand combat. <laughs> and quote Ellis also said, it's like backyard talk fights. Woo, woo, woo. Yeah, I think I'm going to go to Twitter. Anyway, quote, cesspool is a code word for not censored enough sarah kate ellis is not interested in conversation only conversion glad's publicly stated goal is accelerating acceptance and they prefer accelerating it by squashing all contrary opinions yes or explained away the opposing view this way quote twitter's communication staff was eradicated after musk took over the company and for months inquiries to the press office have been answered only with an automated reply of a poop emoji as was the case with the Associated Press reached out to the company for comment. Ah, ah, it's hilarious. No one else in America could offer a contrary opinion. <laughs> was answered with a poop emoji. Now, folks, that is hilarious. <laughs> Rock on. So glad is made because Elon Musk, t- or glad is mad because Elon Musk took over and dissolved Twitter's Trust and Safety Council, where glad wielded power. Ellis complained on MSNBC. Is that a news station? What is that? (laughs) Anyway, on June 17th, quote, Elon Musk has turned Twitter into a weapon against the alphabet community. He leads the charge. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Libertine leftists were furious that Musk would promote a tweet falsely equating gender-affirming care to the mutilation of children, unquote. Well, that's the truth, folks. (laughs) There's no room for the truth with these people. You know, in a tweet by Tim Graham, it says, uh, MSNBC promotes a glad boss, Sarah Kate Ellis, quote, Elon Musk has turned Twitter into a weapon against the alphabet soup community. They took away safety precautions against misgendering. (laughs) So overall, Twitter failed to employ safety precautions like punishing users for misgendering trans activists or gasp using non-preferred pronouns. As NBC reporter publicist David Ingram explained in a Twitter story, using pronouns other than what someone refers uh, prefers is a common way to bully trans people. It's bullying to refuse to use Z, Zer, or whatever today's fashion is. <laughs> Jeez. The censors at GLAD are in the business of bullying. 
Starting with the usual method uh, that these verbal slights spur suicide attempts. Since Twitter is failing to enforce GLAD standards, they are demanding the government get involved in some heavy-handed content, content moderation uh, when the private, quote, safety enforcers can't censor people. It's time for federal intervention. Yes, guys. <laughs> this is what the world has come to. This is it, you guys. Did you ever think you would live um, with... The, I never thought I would see this Z, Zer, like what in the world, folks? Reprobate mind, Romans 1. Mm-hmm. We're living it, living it, which tells us we are in the end of the end days. Things are accelerating at such a rapid speed. Global this, global that. Um, you can't buy or sell unless you have this identity, blah, blah, blah. Tower of Babel. Go back and go back in the Bible. Read history. God scattered them for a reason. Here they all are again. And Russia uh, wants to sell their oil and their gas. And then, of course, we had the global community go, no, 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 this is climate change, Mother Earth, blah, blah, blah. You have to survive on wind and solar power. Yes. Not what God has given us. No, what we are giving you. Remember that. And you're going to do this or else we're going to cut you off and you're going to have any money and you can't get to your bank because it's only programmed for wind and solar payments. And we're going to cut off no more cars being you can't you can't manufacture cars that take gas. You remember um, you remember the hoopty remember we're taking in their old cars and trading them in and getting five hundred dollars. You know, yeah. How's that working out for you now? I kept my hoopties. <laughs> I love them. I love my old Jeep. I love my old Honda. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, but of course, you know, hey, folks, once you go, uh, go electric in California, because we're not going to allow you to buy any more diesel or gasoline combustible engines. And you can only heat and cool your house with blah, blah, blah. They're trying that up in New York. How's that going to work out for you guys? Hmm? I don't know. Tell me about that rolling blackouts when you can't even afford to keep the power grid going. But it's all about control. My brother lives in California. I always tell him, I said, yeah, go ahead and get that electric car. And then, God forbid, something happens to one of your kids or you've got to get yourself to the hospital or whatever. There's an emergency situation. Try jumping in an electric-powered car and taking off. Oh, wait, you didn't have enough um, in your... Um, your ESG score was too low, so we couldn't power your vehicle yeah, you can only, you know, get whatever, a couple bars there on your electric grid, right? And you can't just jump in your electric power because it's your freedom, folks. Freedom. Free dumb. I want to go somewhere. I go in my car. I pour some gasoline and I'm gone flying down the highway, right? You remember that song? But not an electric powered vehicle. No, no. No, no, no. Folks, it's all about freedom and control. Think about that. I'm going to leave you guys with that. I'm going to leave you guys with that. This is a highly not edited podcast because, you know, I'm not going to go back through and edit that. You know, you're going to get the, you're get, you're just going to get me in, um, in all my authenticity. Okay. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> guys, I'm going to get off of here. I'm going to go uh, eat some chicken. That's right. So wild planet chicken you want to you want some good stuff go to wild planet they got really good chicken salmon in a can they freeze all that stuff on the on their ships when they're out there getting the tuna it's a great company um have a lot of great products but um uh, with that i'm really gonna get off here guys over an hour and so i hope you guys got some information i hope this is a blessing some encouragement to you guys if you don't know the lord jesus christ what are you waiting for we're all sinners and uh, the wages of sin are death. But Christ paid it all for you and me on the cross. And uh, he is, I mean, he's our advocate. We only got the one. That's all we need. He says, call no one on earth your father. For you have one father who is in heaven. He is our Abba Father. Um, where's the reverence for God? Where's the reverence for his name? Where's the re- Where's the fear? Hmm. We better get that back. Um, I'm reading through the Bible. I'm reading through it with um, Pastor Alan Jackson on his um, app. Guys, get in the Word of God. Let the Word of God get into you. And Maranatha, Lord Jesus, Maranatha. 
you don't know the Lord Jesus as your personal Savior, today is the day. Cry out, ask Christ to save you, and he will. Thank you all so much for listening. Thank you all so much for um, for all of your encouragement. Believe me, oh, it means the world to me. Once again, the website, Bible Prophecy, the number 42day.com is back up and running loads of information there guys um go and check it out anyway um may god bless you and keep you and uh keep looking up doing that rapture praxis uh, christ is coming to take us home uh go to getalifemedia.com getalifemedia.com and go check out pastor billy crone's wealth of knowledge there get the app even better um anyway in texas and in the south we had to say bye a couple times Anyway, so anyway, with that, really getting out of here, guys. All right. Um, you know, just keep looking up for the Lord. He's coming to take us home. Remember, we're in this world, but we are not of this world. And there's a reason for that. We see this world crumbling around us, this sin-soaked, evil world, and we look for Christ to come and take us home. There's nothing in this world for us. There's nothing. People used to say, oh, what a rich make kids. And, I want to buy a house and I want to blah, blah, blah before the Lord comes back. Now we're all going, Jesus, take us home. <laughs> so we're like, Calgon, take me away. Anyway, Lord Jesus, please come take us home. Take us home. There's nothing here for us um, but to spread the gospel and tell people about Jesus. So with that, guys, get in the word of God. Let the word of God get into you. Maranatha, Lord Jesus. Maranatha, Lord, Lord, please come and take us home. May God bless each and every one of you as we wait. For the glorious appearing of our Lord and Savior, Jesus, get out there and spread the word of God while we still can. Um, Thank you guys so much for listening. You guys are a huge, huge blessing. And I just pray that this this podcast, that the website, that whatever, the books, the YouTube channel, whatever, all of this points to glorify God. That's the whole reason. It's the whole reason. And I just pray that it is an encouragement to you guys and that it does bring you to the Lord. Anyway, with that... I'm getting out of here, guys. All right. Good night.